All right, everybody, welcome back into Mining Stock Daily. Uh, taking another quick break from our continued coverage uh, from the conferences here in Europe, uh, and we are recording this uh, Wednesday afternoon here at London time where gold continues to run front month futures basis on my screens $2,067. Uh, silver. That gapped up higher right now, trading at the high of the day of $25.62. So great time to be chatting with one of my favorite silver equities with Visla Silver. They do trade on the venture with VZLA. They have the same ticker in New York on the New York Stock Exchange. We're going to welcome in Mr. Michael Connor. Mike, what is going on? What are you doing all that? Are you just buying all the metal there? What's going on? <laughs> well, you know, we're starting to actually see... Uh, what we've been talking about for a few years uh, come into uh, into play. So it's excellent. You know, I think the narrative has shifted. And, uh, you know, this is what my friend Cam Curry talks about all the time, right, is, is the uh, the narrative shifting, uh, the U.S. dollar rolling over. And um, I think in anticipation of, of uh, interest rate uh, decline. So it's, uh, it's excellent. It's a great time to have uh, the world's largest undeveloped high-grade silver resource, too. So we've seen, you know, excellent volume both in Canada and the United States on our NICE listing. Actually, uh, on the NICE listing over the last, uh, and in Canada as well, but over the last, uh, you know, two weeks and, and uh, kind of com- completing last week, I've seen an institutional house, uh, basically a house that executes trades on behalf of hedge funds, um, seem to unwind some short positions, which I think is what's given us, um, you know, a little bit more room to run here. And, and I think it's a great sign. It's, it's it's all going back to that shift in narrative. And I think, you know, the, you know, there's groups out there that, that make money uh, long and short, right? And, and, you know, when a market's in decline, like we've seen, uh, previously here for the last couple of years in the mining space, it's pretty easy for these groups to make money shorting uh, resource stocks when resource stocks are out of favor. I think we've seen a, a, a directional shift in this year where that uh, early morning uh, downward sell, selling pressure has been lifted. And, you know, I think the, the potential for Vizla uh, to reach its all-time highs again and, and go beyond is very real now in this new narrative shift. All right. Well, obviously, a higher silver price is very supportive of that. And obviously, a higher gold price also works well for Panuco. Let's talk about some of the technical updates that you put out. uh, Results from 22 expansion and infill holes uh, were published earlier this week. I think it was this week, Mike. Um, You know, we're not going to go through the detail of all 22 holes here, but maybe if we can separate them out, talk about the expansion drilling and the infill drilling separately, that'd probably be a good place to start. Um, How about you know, jumping into the infill drilling and really kind of the strategy of infill drilling, uh, how far apart are these holes? And then what were some of kind of the highlights of anything that really jumped out and uh, was surprised you at all? Well, you know, I think there's, there's, what surprises me is that there hasn't been a huge amount of surprises with, uh, with Copala. Copala continues to, uh, you know, to impress us and, uh, you know, our discovery hole to the north was extremely thick. It was about 80 meters thick. And, um, you know, as we head further to the south, we're starting to see something a little bit more similar to what we saw at uh, Napoleon at the south, where you have uh, more splay veins. Uh, the main structure is a little bit narrower, uh, but still good width. You know, our, on average, the uh, the width of, uh, of Copala is about 10 meters thick uh, in, in terms of wireframes there. 
but what we're seeing, you know, is towards the south is a little bit narrower, but still some excellent grades there. So uh, we're happy with that. Um, Copala, you know, is, is already the largest structure in our resource. And, um, you know, the, the strategy has always been here to, <clears throat> to grow a long strike, both to the north and the south on all of our main structures, uh, but specifically here at Copala. And then to, you know, gain higher confidence in the, the resource model by, by doing infill. So that's what we've been doing. And, um, you know, just to, to reiterate, the grades uh, have continued to, uh, to impress us and, uh, and, and be consistently high grade. So uh, we're thrilled by that. Now, we're still drilling Copala. Uh, Copala is, is going to continue to receive a lot of our focus here uh, just because it is such a uh, meaningful structure for us. Okay. Uh, Kapala, you've traced that mineralization over 1,700 meters of strike length and 400 meters down dip. I actually was kind of surprised here. I, 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 you know, it's not as deep as I thought you had gone actually here, Mike. So, you know, is there room to, to really start pushing that drill uh, deeper holes uh, just to maybe test the mineralization way at depth to see where this thing goes? Or is that a little bit too much risk than you'd like to take on right now? Well, you know, there there are kind of you know, there's these interesting uh, fault structures here that uh, that come to play here, and we haven't really tested on the other side of the Copala fault there, um, which, mm. you know, it's not exactly at depth. Uh, the way Copala is, that it's it's um, more of a low angle structure here, where you're, or sorry, sorry, I should say a flatter line structure here, where you know the 400 meters down dip is actually kind of lateral, certainly at the uh, the northern part of the. Uh, the structure. So, um, you know, we're still understanding the Copala fault and uh, we're still understanding even the Cristiano fault, which turned out to be mineralized. So um, yeah. there's, there just could be a lot more uh, to that meets the eye here at, at Copala and we, we just need to do further drilling. So, you know, I think there always is the, the desire to, to test deeper. And when we talk to Dr. Peter McGaw about this, you know, he's, he's always suggesting that, uh, there could be a lot of potential uh, further at depth here, and, and I know he's had a lot of success drilling at, at depth at, at Meg Silver. So, you know, these are conversations we have uh, with the technical team uh, quite frequently, mm -hmm. and um, you know, it's something that we would do. You know, certainly would go and test uh, at depth, but you know, there's still so much low hanging fruit just testing a long strike with uh, with our two rigs right now at Copala. Uh, but you know, 2024, we're certainly looking to you know, understand what, what's possible here with other, uh, other exploration strategies in and around these known areas of mineralization. Yeah. I mean, I guess the, the question would be, you know, why take a risk drilling deeper when you've got so much land in that package, you could find a lot more of these, you know, vein clusters somewhere else. Right. Though it, you know, it's, I'm sure there's a lot, you know, there's a lot of, there, there are a lot of targets here that are kind of lower hanging fruit i guess well certainly you know we've only drilled 10 percent of the known vein in our district right um you know this right. there's things that we want to test that are probably 100 meters away from copala itself but we still have the rest of the entire district to uh uh to to explore and you know it's it's one of these things where you have so many different options but you know really to to create value for shareholders um you know the path forward really is to you know, create that mine plan around Copala and Napoleon and, uh, and the other veins in the, in the center of mass in the West. And then also, you know, show that there is a huge amount of upside left in the district as well. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, I guess we're kind of, it's the holiday season here, Mike. So tell us, are we going to see more drill results out of Visla? Uh, you know, as we head into the Christmas time? Quite possibly, quite possibly. We have a few other releases, you know, every year. We like to do a uh, a year wrapped where we, we talk about yeah. what we did and then in that we like to include, uh, you know, what we see as exploration potential and uh, how we rank our, our targets going forward. And, and that's something that Jesus uh, and Mike Pettengill are both, you know, very involved in. And, and uh, you know, we'll, I, I always like that. That, uh, that press release. So we're looking to uh, to put that out before the year's done, and also a sustainability report. Uh, and there could be very, could very well be another drill result in between that, but um, you know certainly there'll be a lot lot to go in the new year. Yeah, uh, and you also you actually before I let you go, you did bring on a new board member, Eduardo Luna. Actually, is now on the Visla board. Talk about bringing him on the board and what his. Uh, you know, expertise is going to bring to you and the team? Well, you know, when I, uh, when, when we started down here in Mexico, I thought to myself, there, there probably wouldn't be a better board member than Eduardo Luna because he's, he, he, you know, I was spending a lot of time reading up about the history of San Dimas, you know, drawing the correlation between this and, and San Dimas. So, you know, you, you, when you're reading about that history, Eduardo's name is synonymous with with uh, San Dimas, and San Dimas has produced over 600 million ounces of silver, 11 million ounces of gold, and still continues to be one of the great producers in uh, in Mexico. And, and that's all really due to a lot of Eduardo's handiwork over the last 40, 50 years. And uh, from from Luzman, which was acquired by Wheaton Precious Metals with Ian Telfer and, and Frank Juster, really was kind of the the cash flow engine. To uh, to Gold Corp, um, you know, Eduardo joined that board. He joined the Wheat and Precious Metals board when they turned uh, a stream on San Dimas into what is now Wheat and Precious Metals. You know, multi 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 billion dollar company, and he was there mm-hmm. for twenty years until he retired uh, just recently. And so, a few months after he retired, uh, we brought him down to the project, and uh, he was he was impressed by what he saw. Uh, I asked him to join the board, and he agreed, and it, uh, it was really spectacular. But, you know, within 15 minutes of, of him being on the property when we had our, our tour initially, you could just tell he, he had such a wealth of insight. So to take someone who's had so much experience at an analog mine 80 kilometers away and bring him to, you know, really what is what is quite likely a, an earlier stage San Damas in the sense that, doesn't have that same production and exploration history that San Damas had, and we've only just consolidated it a few years ago. I think his experience and his wisdom is going to be enormous for the company, and, and already he's, he's very, very helpful with, uh, with our core team in, in Mexico and our, our project team. So I, I, I couldn't be more thrilled. He's kind of the perfect board member for this point in time for, for Visla. Well, it's it's going to be an exciting year. Great to have Eduardo on as we roll into 2024, uh, Mike. And we'll see how the silver price continues to uh, move higher. It's been a great move, obviously lifting a lot of silver equities, including yours. Uh, I appreciate you. Thanks so much. We'll probably touch base with you in the next couple of weeks. Sounds good. Thank you very much, Trevor. Have a great day. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.